What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back. As you can tell, we are back. And you mean, you know what I mean. We are back, back. Giandra and I, well, wait, first of all, I'm Cindy Conte. And I'm Giandra LaBeouf, of course. And where <laughs> are we at, Cynthia? We are back home reunited. And, and it feels so good. Uh, sticky paws, sticky paws, sticky paws. You are close to our hearts. Um, as you know, a lot of unfortunate things has changed. But you know what? Uh, we haven't been able to do this, but we want to dedicate this show to our friend, uh, rest, in, rest in Paradise, Rest in Valhalla, Patrick Oaks. So thank you so much. Um, so for this, this is a great guest. I know we're going to do a run it back after because this guy is going to, you know, he loves to talk his shit. He does it with a smile. He does it with his Creole accent. Period. Creole Period. stand up. Creole stand up. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey. Okay. And we got in the house. Actually not in the house, but on Zoom because we got to get him back into training. Mr. Regis Rugaru Program. <laughs> Come on, New Orleans, stand up. Represent for all the Creoles out there across the nation. How you doing? I'm good, man. Real good. You know, um, I'm in New Orleans. Um, I, I took a little pause in training right now. So I'm just, you know, I'm here to talk to y'all. That's all. Well, we really appreciate your time. And I know that you are in training mode because you have finally announced it's finally 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 announced november 26th is the fight against jose cepeda for the wbc vacant belt that josh taylor uh vacated i want i know we've talked about this a couple times but i want to understand the 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 fight with you and josh taylor was hellacious I know you've had other fights after that that you've won victoriously, but why was there no rematch clause for the World Boxing Super Series for that fight? You guys were both title holders. It was such an incredible fight. It was a very close fight. So why was there? I, I don't know if there was a rematch clause. I'm not sure. You tell me. Yeah, it wasn't. I think it wasn't just because of the um the tournament, the tournament style. Like that's just how it was. So oh. yeah, it wasn't. It, yeah, in that in that whole tournament thing, it wasn't a rematch clause because that was, I guess, that was a part of the contract, you know. So, it is what it is. That's how it went. Mm -hmm. In hindsight, would you do anything differently? I mean, it was a great tournament, like Cynthia said. It was a great performance. You performed wonderfully, and you both are champions. Would you go the same route if you could do it again? Um, I'll do a little things different. I wouldn't, you know. The thing was, like, so I was the number one seed. In the tournament, I was number one in the world. I was WBA champion. And, you know, basically I went to his home country, you know, not just his hometown, but his home country. And um, I don't think I would do that. I don't think I would have did that. And it's not not only and not saying, you know, because of the fans and nothing like that, because I love the fans. But it's just like I was just uncomfortable, you know, the whole time. Like I was I was there for like a month. I was in London for like a month. So when I first got there, like the first four or five days, I was excited to be there. But then after that, I was like, damn, I don't want to be here no more, basically. And um, yeah, I just, I, it was just like, I was just real uncomfortable. I was there. Um, you know, my family wasn't there. Nobody wasn't there. And, you know, but then they, of course, people started rolling in and stuff. But still, I wouldn't, if, if I'm the number one seed, you know, in a tournament, I'm number one in the world, I shouldn't have to go to like, a person, not just their hometown, but their home country. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's I probably wouldn't have did that again. But I mean, and I would have fought a little. Obviously, I would have fought a little different. I would have did some things, you know. Like, but the thing is, like with that fight, it just taught me. Like Josh Taylor, actually, he, I feel like you know he turned me into a monster right now because, um, you know, he he the only one that really got under my skin. Of course, you know me. I talk, you know, I talk a little trash to people and stuff like that. But you know, he really 
like I want I just wanted to really hurt him. Like I, it wasn't like about boxing. I wanted to hurt him. You know, he got under my skin. It was like the mental warfare type of thing. And you know, basically the Brits are real good at that. That's what they they excellent at that. You know, they just they real good at mental warfare and talking to you. And you know, for me, I just left the box out the window. I just wanted to go fight him. You know, that was I think for me in the fight that was you know that was probably one of my downfalls. So you know, it just it just taught me some things. But you know, like I said, I just I moved past that, and you know, now it's you know I want to be a two time world champion. Uh, with going back to being a two-time world champion, uh, you're now fighting for the WBC. And I've always said this. I've interviewed you about this. When you carried your own title, the WBA, you were also the WBC silver titleist. And I've, or not I, but many have wanted you to fight Jose Ramirez as as you did. Now, if right. um, and and if it wasn't for Jose uh, taking, well, he's he's too busy for this fight because he's getting married. So you have stepped Go in, ahead. and I saw your frustrations. How were you not even part of the fabulous four to fight for any of the vacant belts? Boy, trust me, I was really pissed off. So I'm really glad that you have this. Now, if you do win this, uh, if you are victorious against Cepeda on the 26th, would you like to fight Jose Ramirez, or would you like? If Josh Taylor wins this fight against Catterall, his rematch, who would you like to fight? Well, first off, it, it always, I bet I definitely won't fight both of them. But first off, you know, it's always Josh Taylor. You know, I, <laughs> the first person, that's, of course, that's the first person I, you know, want to fight in the world. If I could, if I could pick any opponent, it'll be definitely him. But, uh, you know, I want, I always want to fight um, Ramirez for a long time also. So, yeah, it'll be Josh Taylor and then Jose Ramirez. Okay. Well, I know that Zapata is game. You know, he's not one to look over. He's uh, he's not one to look past because he is he he wants the belt just as much as you do. And he deserves a, t a, a title shot. Zapata, right. you have all the respect for him. You don't say anything bad about him. Besides, maybe you can knock him out or you're going to take him to war. Not yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. Not I'm yet. I'm going to get a little mean. As, as, as it gets close, I'm going to get a little mean, you know, as it gets close. But yeah, right now, definitely, you know, all respect. Zapata's, you know, he's a warrior. He's a Mexican warrior. I mean, he's, you know, he, he's really, I think he's really good. He's, this is a, for me, this is a great fight. You know, the only, the only downfall to this fight is that, you know, we, I don't know if you know, but we share one of the same trainers and uh, yeah. we basically, he stepped out, he stepped out to fight for both of us. You know, that was the only bad thing towards it. But, you know, besides that, like, I mean, this is a, you know, this, this is going to be a hell of a fight. This could be a great fight. Okay, so here's what I'm really trying to find out. We got this great fight on the horizon, but I'm trying to find out what's going on with you and House of the Dragon. I know your kids are named <laughs> after one of the greatest shows on HBO of all time. What's, how are you feeling about House of the Dragon before we talk Man, about it? I miss, I miss, I miss, I miss last night. You know, I got, I usually, me and my wife used to watch it in the theater and stuff like that at home. So I did miss last night because I'm out here in New Orleans training. So I try to, I try to catch up. But yeah, I mean, I love that show. That's like, the, that's my favorite show probably ever of all time. Like the, the House of Dragons, Game of Thrones. Like that's my, like that's my favorite ever. So if you watch the episodes before your wife, if that is that cause for a fight, are we gonna have another fight <laughs> on yes, the books? But, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, if, if, look, if she look, if she watched without me, bro, I'm, I'm definitely gonna be mad. And if, if I watch without her, we, like we always, we definitely get mad at each other. If you if you watch before me or after, like you can't do that. Like we always gotta watch it together. Like for sure, always.
All I know this last episode, because I have not seen it yet. Everyone's saying, have you seen it? It's almost like Maury Povich plus a bloody gut, like old school Game of Thrones and um, Succession all put together. It Ooh. is with with a, with kids wilding out. So I am so excited the to watch this The kids was episode. wilding out last week. It was kind of violent. That's with the, the kids. one. Ooh. I haven't seen it yet. Regis, I totally understand. Not this week's, last week's. Last week's. I don't want to ruin it. No oh, shit. I'm, no I'm two episodes behind? What? Definitely don't ruin it for me. Yeah, don't ruin it for me. Don't I, worry, I know, yeah. like, I know the last one I watched, it was definitely getting good. Like, they start, you know, Game of Thrones, like, they, it's about killing and all that type of stuff. So, the last episode I think I watched was, so, yesterday, no, today is Tuesday. So, Sunday was seven, right? So, the last one I watched was six. And, um, yeah, so, it was getting, it was getting real good on six. Six is when they burned... Uh, no, wait, 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 wait. I don't know if I've seen this episode. I can take my earmuffs. Their earmuffs off. I ain't gonna say nothing. I commute them. I commute them. I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm not gonna say nothing. All right, we done. We done. Let's go back. Let's go back to boxing. Okay, back in boxing mode. Back in boxing mode. For sure. Okay, so you know, I know, uh, I I've been dying to ask you this: Who won the fight, Taylor or Catterall? Oh, Catterall for sure. Catterall, Catterall whooped him for sure. Yeah, yeah, 100% Catterall. Listen, my fight was close. Could have went either way. Yeah. Catterall fight was not close. Catterall won that fight. I think Josh Taylor knew he won because he's dropped, he's vacated every belt, which is surprising as an undisputed champion to keep one belt. And I mean, the powers that be, the boxing gods, and of course, everyone complained that Catterall won that. So I felt for him. I that was like looking fight. for your Twitter. I'm like, let me see what Regis has been talking shit about. <laughs> I always want to see yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I, definitely, I definitely said Catterall won that fight for sure. What do you think he did well in that fight? If you can remember, it's been a while since they fought, but if you can remember some elements of it, what do you think he did well in that I fight? I mean, he he basically he just boxed him. He boxed him. He stayed on his back foot. He caught him coming in. Josh Taylor was just over overly aggressive, and he just kept getting caught. That's all. And he he threw the one twos, real real basic stuff. He just kept he stayed on his back feet. He kept boxing, and um he just kept catching the one the one two. That's all. And it was like Josh Taylor couldn't do nothing 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 about it. He just. That's it. You know, Josh Taylor, he's um he's a big, strong southpaw, but he's aggressive. And, you know, he and definitely in that fight, he was overly aggressive. And um, yeah, I'll leave I'll leave it at that. I don't want to say too much, but I'll leave it at that. For sure. Okay, I want to ask you this question because I know a lot of people, and I was one of them. When Marv Nation came in with that 2.4 bid out of nowhere. Big money. Because everyone right. was bidding at least a million and 2.4. Of course, I know you and Zepeda were smiling cheek to cheek. <laughs> I would be too. Um, did you like? Were you afraid because a lot of people kept saying this fight might not actually happen, and then the bid came in and they put their their down payment down. Um, were you a little skeptical at first of oh shit, this fight might not actually happen? Of course, definitely. I never heard of them before. You know what I'm saying? So it's like to you know to outbid all the top dogs is like in a company you never heard of before. You're kind of skeptical. And, you know, I was still for a long time. I mean, I was still skeptical. And even right now, I'm not saying I'm skeptical. Like, I'm, I have more. I definitely have more confidence right now because, you know, a lot of the right people are involved. But, yep. yeah, I was definitely skeptical at first. You know, I was I was like, all right, you know, what's what's this now? What's going on? So for me, I just I'm going to just train and then. It it still don't it still don't count until we actually fight on the twenty sixth though. That's nah, the thing. That's, so that's so boxing is boxing is funny. Boxing is real funny. So it's it's still you know we can talk all we want, but until the twenty sixth happen and we fight and we both get paid, 
period. then it's still, you know, you still got, yeah, you still, period. You still got some, you know, you still got some um, concerns, I guess. Well, I can back up Marv Nation. I have worked for Marvin Rodriguez. He is a promoter, is a small club promoter in Los Angeles. So I can back him up. Uh, the 2.4, I can also back that up. You got Surprisingly, that? Uh, you got the 2.4 for this? Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know that um, I know the people right I, people behind it, so it is legit. It's clean money, so don't worry, guys. We like that. We like that too. I don't care if it's clean or dirty. <laughs> oh, that's right. These bills I, ain't gonna pay themselves. Listen, bro, I, I fight. I fight, so I don't care if it's clean or dirty. It don't matter to me. I'm fighting for it. So, you know, I don't care. I'm looking at the box rec. It says that the fight is going to be at Dignity Health, a.k.a. Wardrobe. Yes. I love that. I love that for L.A. You have spent some time training in L.A. W- what kind of vibe do you think the L.A. fight fans will bring for ProGrade versus I mean, the I think it's. I think this this fight will be fine. First off, listen, L.A. like one of my favorite cities in the world. I love. I used to live in L.A. too, so um, I love, like, I love L.A., you know, and then, um, you know, we bring in a lot of people from New Orleans out there. So I think it's, of course, he's he's the, he's from there. He's from Long Beach, so he's from there. Um, but I'll have a lot, he'll have more people, but I have a lot of people there too. So, I mean, I think this, this, this is an exciting fight. You know, we probably have some celebrities in the house. I know he knows a few people. I know a few people. So, you know, a lot of people say they come and they go pull up to the fight. So, um, I'm just I'm just ready, man. I'm like not ready now, but I'm definitely, you know, I can't wait for sure. I was a little sad that it wasn't going to happen in Vegas. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's but I love it's at Dignity. I, I it's it's the perfect space for both of you because they're both going to slug it out. And it's going to be boxing under the stars after Thanksgiving, literally. So you won't even be able to celebrate Turkey Day until after, which is fine. And there's hella Louisiana people in L.A. Are there? I don't oh know. Oh, my God. That L.A. is like Louisiana West. There's so many Louisiana She's one of your peeps there. right here. We cousins. We're cousins. Yeah. I know it. <laughs> I, know. I know it. We are. And But it's going to be a really exciting fight, and it's going to be great to see you getting back in the ring. Do you, when you, you train for 12 rounds, obviously, but do you feel like this needs to be a statement win? What kind of statement do you want to make with this win and at 140? Is 140 going to still be your your resting place even after this no matter the outcome uh yeah for right now it, uh, man it all you know what it all depends it all depends on what's going on and stuff like that but yeah I, it's definitely got to be a statement for me i keep saying that i'm the best in the world at 140 so for me i just you know i just want to prove it i just want to prove that i'm the best and what better way to to prove it with what better opponent you know than Zapata? Zapata's a killer. Like it really is Zapata's really a killer so i have to go out there like i said i have to go out there and i have to make a statement and you know, and um, and after that, we'll see. We'll see what happens at 140. Um, I do want to campaign at 140. I think all I think all the big fights is gonna be, you know, at 140 right now. Cause you, you know, you you still got a lot of people at 140. Then you got the people at 35 who want to come up. So, um, we'll you know we'll see. I just want to take it like for me, just want to take it one fight at a time and go like that. For sure. I do have to ask. Um, the fight against Ivan Redcatch. We all saw that. He allegedly got punched in the balls, allegedly, or something allegedly. happened. You were in the ring, obviously, that night because you were his opponent. What What happened? What happened that you knew? Ivan is crazy, man. That's all I got. <laughs> Ivan is crazy. He said I hit him in the nuts. I think, I think, I think he just wanted a way out. That's it. I just, yeah, I just think. All right, I just think, I just think he wanted a way out. That's all. You know, I was because it, it really. I don't even like going and watch that fight because. 
like when I watched that fight, the commentators, you know, you had Snoop Dogg and stuff. It was just like a playful event. Yeah. So, mm. you know, I don't even like going and watching that fight because it just, it was like not serious. It was like a spar. It really it was like a spar match to me. That's all it was. It was just like, uh, all right. Because I, I spar with Ivan before. Prior uh. to that, I spar with, yeah, with Ivan and stuff. So it was like, all right, I'm fighting this dude. I spar with him. I know what he had and stuff. And I just kind of just, I won't say I went playing around with him, but it just wasn't like a serious fight to me. So, and, um, I think he did that in like the sixth round. So I think like in the fourth or fifth round, I, I told my trainer, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna step it up. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start punching a little harder, I'm gonna start walking him down. And I think he felt that pressure was about to come. And so, you know, he 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 found a way out. I like that you said that because sometimes people think boxing needs more spectacle to appeal to more fans. And as a serious real fighter, you're saying that you didn't like all that extra commentary, all the jokiness when and not liking to watch the fight. Does boxing need more spectacle? How much spectacle does boxing need to really continue to thrive? Listen, I think we just got to have the best fighting the best. That's all. That's all boxing needs. The best people fighting the best. You know, you got the YouTubers and fight like that. Don't get me wrong. That's cool for them. You know, that's I think the YouTubers and stuff fighting. I think for me, that's that's cool. Let them have that. They can do that. You know, with Jake Paul and um, make broom and stuff like that. You know, I, I, I know them dudes. So it's cool when they have that type of event just for them. That's fine. But like when you bring in like the, the people that have been kind of doing this their whole life, I just, it was just like, it was just open vibe. It was just like a party vibe. I was in the dressing room and, you know, Pete Davidson came in there and, you know, Justin Bieber was in there and stuff. And it was just, you know, everybody was just walking around. So it's kind of, and it was all walking around. So it's kind of hard to, you know, be in serious mode when you, I mean, when you have a party environment going on. And I mean, I, if I'm not mistaken, even Ivan was like walking around all around. Him and his wife was walking all around Atlanta and, doing all kinds of stuff for me, for me, you know, I'm serious about it, but like I said, I don't even like that. I just don't even like watching the fight because even on the commentating and stuff like that, I was just like, nah, I don't, you know, there was, it was like playing around and even the real announcers, you know, they was trying to, um, you had like, um, uh, I Mikey think Ray Garcia. Flores. Mikey Garcia. Mike, yeah. Mike Garcia and uh, yeah, Ray Flores and, and Mike Coppinger and stuff. They was, you know, they was, they was, they, they, I guess they told him kind of just be, you know, loose and, you know, all that type of stuff. But it just, it didn't feel real, basically. I'm with you. Yeah, I, it, I remember seeing you, uh, and I remember the very first time that the YouTube boxing with Jake Paul, we sat next to each other at Staples Center, and we were just like, oh, this is actually wildly entertaining. But we saw it in that last fight, uh, the social gloves, that was it Swaggy P who got mm -hmm. knocked out. Adrian Peterson got knocked out so bad. Um, it, it's, it is dangerous. So I wish maybe sometimes they would just wear headgear. I know that they're wearing bigger gloves, but Still. I think I really believe that uh, these uh, YouTubers should be at least wearing headgear. What do you think, Regis? You have to agree. <laughs> no, 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 no. I let, let them. Let them fight with the little girls. Don't let them fight. <laughs> I don't think, nah, nah, nah. I, I think, listen, if you want to fight, let them fight like we do. You know, because it it, bring, it definitely brings more respect. If you got a headgear and you got the, the big gloves on, you know, they, they they might not respect it as much. You know, but when you put those little gloves on, you put those real gloves on, and you you take the head off, it's a big difference. It's 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 a whole different sport at that For time. Sure. It's not a, I mean, it's it's a fight. You know, it's not even like like they say. We always say you can't play boxing. So, yeah, I think keep those. I think yeah, keep the head gears off. Let them let them actually fight. <laughs> okay. And um, you know, yeah, let them fight and let them see. You know, who really got it, who don't. 
<laughs> teaches them a lesson like shit. I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, oh, I don't think I really want to do this, you know, because it looked cool. Don't get me wrong. It looked it, it look cool when you can spar and stuff and, you know, with big gloves and with hair. It look, it is. It's fun. It looks cool and stuff like that. But when you put those little gloves on, you turn that to a real like a real fight. It's it, then that's when it's still getting dangerous. It's not cool. No more. I would freeze. I can tell you that right now. I would freeze <laughs> up. You know, all that training and everything sounds good. All the sparring, all the practicing. But once you get in front of those lights and all those people and somebody's really coming to get you, that's a whole nother ball game. Yeah. That's, I'll whole sit here. I'll sit here. Uh, before we let you go, I know that you mentioned that uh, Julian Chu is both is in both of your corners. Uh, you, he trains you both. How do you guys split him? Does he just say, I'm not going to train either of you? Mm. Yeah, this this fight, he he went like this. I, actually, <laughs> I was with him in L.A., you know. Yeah, the thing is, bro, is is so funny because we all real cool with each other. Like, obviously, I'm not cool with Zapata. I never really hung with Zapata and stuff like that. Um, you know, but at the fight, like with with my, I know I don't know if you know Scrappy John Ramirez. You know, he trains with Julian, all the guys yeah. at Brickhouse Boxing. So I always, I always do my camps out in LA all the time. I always did camps in LA, and I go, I only go to LA just to train with Julian. I mean, I've been, I started training with Julian when the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And I just like this work. And when I was living out there, you know, obviously my head trainer is um, Bobby Bendy and he's in Houston, you know, where I live at. But, you know, at the time I was living in L.A. So, you know, I asked Julian if he wanted to start working. So we would go to um, Churchill Boxing every night. And I was working with Julian. I just, you know, I just I, I like his work. So, you know, I made it my I made it my goal to go to L.A. and, and train with him. And, you know, we've been working ever since, basically. But he trains a pay to. And another funny story is that. so. Before my last fight, I fought Tyrone McKenna in Dubai. Mm-hmm. Before my last fight, they told me, my manager told me, he said, look, um, they just made your fight mandatory for the WBC. So I already knew Zapata was going to fight for the belt, right? So they told me, like, and I, I, I already knew I was fighting Zapata. That's why when it was announced that him and Ramirez was going to fight, I was kind of like, I was kind of mad about it because they made my fight a mandatory position for, to fight mm-hmm. for the belt. So, you know, me and Zapata, we, I kind of, so I kind of sized him up in LA at the gym, like, cause he trained, um, like I went train early in the morning then he trained later. Like, so as I was going out the gym, he, he was coming in, Julie introduced us, you know, him and his team and stuff like that. And I was just like, and so my manager, he was like, yeah, he don't know, but this is y'all first, this y'all like y'all first official, you know, way in, like. <laughs> Not way at first official like press conference and stuff like that, you know. So, um, so yeah, that's I, I kind of already knew what's gonna happen, but I guess he didn't know. And so now it, it really is happening. Oh, this is exciting! It's very exciting. Is, is Mark Wahlberg coming out? Peter Berg, are they all coming out for you? Uh, yeah, I think Pete for sure coming out. I talked to Wahlberg. He said, um, I think he's doing a movie in Atlanta or something. He's always busy, but he's he's he said he'll try to come out for so he said if it's on the weekend, he'll come out for sure. So it is on the weekend. So, you know, we'll see. It is Thanksgiving weekend, so I'm pretty sure he'll be home for that. So I think he'll come and um let's see what other celebrities we can get in the house. Are it's gonna, LA, so it's the home of the celebrities. Are you gonna be doing another movie anytime soon? I remember I spotted him in a movie during pandemic. I'm like, wait, that's Regis. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I I can easily get in the movies, but I told you know the the producer friends I have, you know directors and stuff like that. They like, I just I, I want to focus on boxing. You know that's the thing when when boxes like historically when boxers start focusing doing movies and stuff, they just kind of start slipping. So you mm-hmm. know that's that that world is totally different from our boxing world. You know, so it's like I, I I can do that anytime I want, and I feel like 
you know, I'll do that one day. You know, once I'm retired, I probably would go ahead and drift to the, towards the movies. But right now, you know, my goal is to become a two-time world champion, and that's this fight. And then after that, you know, we'll see where it goes. And, um, you know, then I'll focus on movies, you know, way later. Absolutely. Well, before we wrap it up with you, we have a little segment here that we call Talk Your Shit, and you are quite good at it. So we want to give you a full 30 seconds to talk your shit to the fans, to other fighters, whoever you feel needs to get some of that smoke from you. Go ahead, Regis Progray, talk your shit. Well, you know, the, the thing is, you know, I'll be outside, like, let's let's say um, when I'm, like, so far away, I'm not, I'm not feeling too, you know, um, shit talky oh if that's even a word you know shitty like, talky. I, I like I, well, yeah it's shit talky i'm you know like right now i'm more humble and stuff like that but once i get close to the fight you know then i start getting meaner and you know all that but you know listen like i i always felt like i was the best in the world at 140 um you put anybody in the ring i'm gonna smash them you know my last three fights um it's all knockouts i barely got hit and I'm gonna just keep proving myself. I want. I'm a. I'm a. I'm the best. I feel like I'm the best, and I'm gonna keep proving myself. You know. So of course, the Pater, You know, he a cool dude, but at the end of the day, he got. He got to get it. You know. He go. He going He just gotta feel me. That's all. Period. Period. You know what? When you said you stay at 140, not move up to 147, because that was actually one of your goals to do that. Stay at 140, because no one at 147 wants to fight anyone. Boots is waiting for a fight. Everyone's sure. waiting for a fight because the them belts are being gym. held up right now. So stay at 140 because right, right, right. Tank Ryan. Jojo, all of them want the smoke. They're gonna have to come see you. Yep. They all keep talking all this 140 move up. But they're gonna be knocking at your door. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So that's why for me, that's why I'm gonna stay at 140. You know, and I had the opportunity to go to 147. Well, not 47. After the fight, like, I was supposed to fight. You know, I don't know. Y'all remember I was supposed to fight Maurice Hooker, but yeah. you know, mm -hmm. it was supposed to be at like 45, 43. A catchweight. A catchweight. And um and then after that pandemic hit, so the fight got scratched. And then after the pandemic hit, I guess he was eating and stuff. So he was like, I can't make that way. I gotta make one forty seven. I was like, bro, I'm not going to forty seven. I knew my goals, and of course, after, at first people was like, you know, why are you not fighting them and stuff. I said, listen, I want to stay at one forty. I want to become a two time world champion at one forty. That's my goals, you know. I don't want to go to forty seven right now. And I'm like, for me, I'm so glad that I stuck to my guns. You know, like the thing is, like. You have to believe in yourself all the time and you have to stick with your guns. No matter what the whole world is saying, if you know you have a goal, then you stick to it. And for me, I was like, bro, I'm going to be at 140. I'm going to be a two-time world champion at 140. And so now, all this time, but it's finally paying off. I'm finally, you know, I finally got the shot that I wanted um, at the, you know, to get the belt again at, at 140. So I'm glad I, I'm glad I stuck to my guns and I stayed at 140. We are so glad that you are. It, it would be a pleasure to see you again as a two-time mm -hmm. world champion. Now you're fighting for the WBC strap that you've always wanted, that green-coveted belt. Best of luck to you, Regis. Thank you for taking the time out. And um, for Probably. health. Yeah. And yeah, go watch House of Dragons. For sure. <laughs> we'll circle right. back to this go, I combo. Go this. Yeah. I got to go back in this gym now. <laughs> All right. Sorry if you're if you cooled off. But uh, again, thank you, Regis. Make sure you thank guys you. tune in. Not sure exactly where it's going to be uh, televised, but it's November 26th. And the word is it's at Dignity Health Sports Park. It is in Carson, California. Get tickets because this is going to be a banger. This it's going to be a banger. They're going to burn gonna it down. Out. Yeah. And go there anyway, because you need to work off all that food you ate for Thanksgiving, walking up yep. the stairs at Dignity Health. So get out there and see this man fight. And I will be coming to L.A. for that fight. I'm leaving Vegas to go. Yes. Yeah. So, so I'll there. be best women's boxing show. We'll be in the house. We are selling t-shirts there. We will be giving autographs and just, you know, we want to say hi. Just say, come say hi to us because we love our fans. 
for sure. We love that. Regis is great. He's awesome. Yeah. And it's going to be a great fight. It's at a great spot. Hopefully it won't be too cold yet. But even if it is cold, we going. We're going to be in the house. And yeah. it's going to be a spectacular I've been there. Fight. Rain. I wore a rain jacket, mm-hmm. my rain galosh boots. I mean, it was the best fight ever. It was Oscar. Uh, no, it was uh, Oscar. No, what the hell's his name? You were there. The, 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 the women's fight when the women had their final fight on HBO. Yes. And pouring down yes. Rain. Yes. And that was fun. It was um, I got to call fights for 360 and it was a final HBO fight. That was memorable for me. Uh, mm-hmm. But the, uh, so, yeah, everyone go back. Now we're going to go do our segment that we didn't get to do earlier um, <laughs> because we had to get Regis on is run it back. Let's run it. Back. I don't know. I don't. There were no fights this past weekend, and so by the time you guys see this, uh, there could have been fights the coming weekend because we don't know when we drop this. So just mind us. But um, we did do an interview with Deontay Wilder. Yes. So that is out right now, and he's going to be fighting Robert Robert Hellenius. October 15th, there is a billion fights. The female fight that was postponed. Women can't have shit. Yeah, right? Clarissa Shields against Savannah Marshall. uh, Michaela Mayer versus Alicia Baumgartner. We talked about this in, I think, on our live or in private. With the postponement, do you think the outcome might have changed? With uh, with Clarissa and Savannah, I think that that fight is still going to look the same. I still expect... um, uh, Clarissa to outbox her, but the fight between Alicia and Michaela, man, we were already going back and forth on that fight, but yeah. now a little time has passed. I saw something, uh, Michaela was commenting on something on YouTube and as a person asked her, is this fight back on? And she said, you never know with our luck. So uh, I don't like that energy. So that kind of energy shifts makes me think like, I don't know. Are she you did, not zeroed in? She did say uh, on Twitter the other, or I think yesterday, that um, with the postponement, her and Coach Al got back into the into the gym and really created a plan mm. to get Baumgartner out. And even she she even likes the matchup. She's like one skilled boxer against a puncher, but she's like muscles need oxygen. So. You know, their shit talking continues in a very nice way because before it was like, I'm dog walking this bitch, I'm da, 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 da. which we love. Bring it, baby. We, we ate popcorn. It. It's not a tea party. Yes, no, no. We just sip the tea. So um, <laughs> I love that. That was so great, Jay. That's gonna be our new tagline. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Wait, what? Did, what would you say? We drink. What did you say? We don't drink the. the we, when you, we gonna run it back. <laughs> we don't even remember. We'll run it back in post, and it'll be like. And then we'll have a new tagline <laughs> yeah. for you guys, for sure. So that that's one other fight. Um, a Eubank, the Eubank uh, and Connor Ben. Connor Ben. This is this Saturday. So like I said, when you guys watch this, the fight have, has probably already happened. It's a fight that no one asked for because it's someone's moving up in weight. Um, what And his dad is saying, ben, uh, Ben's dad, is it, no, Eubank's dad is saying this is too dangerous. People protest the fight, and it's funny. Everyone's like, we're protesting. protesting the fight. No, protesting not for the fight to happen, but he, everyone's oh like, we're going to stream it instead. The price is ridiculous. British fans, you know, British <laughs> fans who are watching this, um, if the fight, the fight's probably already happened, but let us know what you really think, because sometimes there's the narratives out there with different yeah. fan bases, and then you talk to the fans themselves, and they're like, that's not how we feel. Right. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't. There, I don't. Let me double check what fights are happening here because it's a hell of a lot it's of a fights. Lot. The Wilder fights that. Oh, night Haney, sure. Cambosos. That's right. Haney Cambosos How down in Australia. Uh, I think same outcome. Yeah. Love you, Cambosos, but unless you come out boxing 
and you can try to outbox Devin Haney and make this a real fight, then it will be a chess match as opposed to a brawl. So Devin Haney is prepared to do a 12-round chess match like he did before. I can't speak for the people of Australia, but are they even promoting this fight? I feel like I haven't seen not a nothing talking about this fight. Not a commercial, because it's on ESPN Plus, right? Yeah. Not a commercial. Uh, you know, Devin did a media day recently yeah. during the Canelo Triple G 3 fight week. He did a media day. But there is literally nothing. It's like filler TV or something. I don't know. I mean, I know Ben Damon from Australia. I don't. I don't remember which uh, uh, where he's from. I can't remember which. Uh, is it fuck? Is it ESPN? I'm not sure, but I know he's been putting it out there. But um, we'll see. So your fight, guys. Yeah. Well, it, it's pay per view for them down in Australia. Yeah, probably. Thank God it's not for us. It's a plus. No. Doubt. Which the plus is still expensive. Exactly. I, so, have a, I have a bone to pick with ESPN Plus and the zone. Cynthia. The zone one forty nine ninety nine. That part. And then ESPN Plus is like seventy dollars. I was paying five dollars a month or fifty, you know, forty nine or thirty nine. Now it's like seventy, eighty dollars. So if you would like to sponsor the best women boxing show streaming platform access, please send. We have uh, Venmo at BWBSP. <laughs> yeah. You know, send us a monthly contribution so we can watch these fights because this streaming is adding up. The gas really went back is. up, all that shit. Gas is back up. I saw in LA, it's like $7. It's oh, crazy. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, when they say cable was expensive, oh, try adding all these apps. At this point, you might as well just get rid of the cable and just keep the streaming apps. You know what I'm saying? But at any rate, there's a lot of fights on that. There's day. a lot of fights on uh, Deontay Wilder, Barclays, Caleb Plant versus uh, Anthony Durrell. It's on the on the undercard of that fight. Right. Um, oh, oh, Sebastian Fundora is this week. This week. We are okay. Well, you guys are going to see this later, but we are doing a ticket giveaway. We, we do, can clip this part. Yeah, right? we uh, we are doing a ticket giveaway Woo-hoo. Wednesday on our live tomorrow, our best women's boxing show live at three p.m. So you have to be able to, you pay for your own travel unless you live in L.A. That's right. Uh, you have to you be pay following. it for that, too. We ain't buying you no gas. <laughs> yeah, you all, you we already heard you too. how much gas is. So uh, you have to be following our YouTube and our Instagram in order to be um, in this raffle. I don't know how we're going to select it, but uh, it's two free tickets uh, from um, PBC themselves. They yes. gifted it to us so we can give it to you guys. So mm-hmm. uh, you guys get two tickets. It's at StubHub Center. Oh, no, not StubHub. I'm sorry. Dignity Health Sports Park, a.k.a. Warground. So bring a jacket. Um, no uh, matter how hot it is during the day. It's freezing balls. Bring you a jacket. Your, for your sure. Balls Trust will be us. Freezing. Trust me. Uh, but yeah, so make sure you guys tune in at 3 p.m. tomorrow. Jay and I will be talking some shit. We'll be sipping some tea and, of course, maybe some champagne or wine. Actually, champ- wine. We're going to drink some. We're drinking it's gonna something. It's going to be something. And you're going to find, you know what? I'm going to be starting to wear my sunnies because I have a lot of sunnies. I'm a sunglass collector. So People really like that. They really did. They, I, we got to wear the sunglasses I for saw, sure. I saw another podcast started wearing sunglasses. Of course they did. No originality. <laughs> yes. No originality. So make sure you watch us tomorrow at three. We're going to give those tickets away. Yeah. But you must be following us on IG, Best Women's Boxing Show. Just type that in. It'll pop up. You know what our logo looks like. It looks like that. Ding. So if you see that, you know it's us. And then also you must be following on YouTube. And if you're one of those creepy people who have your YouTube stuff turned off so we can't see who you're following, <laughs> you're ineligible. We need to be able to see you are following us. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, before we wrap this one up, uh, we have, um, we're going to be dropping Ebony Bridges Ooh. today. So by the time you see this, 
just go on our YouTube. This was the funniest interview the we have ever done. She boobs, boingy, 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 boingy. That's kitty, all I'm gonna say. Pussy. I've never heard pussy that many times. Oh my one god. Interview. Um. Yeah, stripper. Only fans, Elbrook. All that. Boobs. <laughs> Today. <laughs> He's totally cracking. Today. And this is just in one interview and, of course, boxing. <laughs> so yeah, we did talk about some boxing in there. She did talk about Shannon O'Connell, a.k.a. that she named her Shannon O'Cuntley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and a whole bunch of us doing that oh in the background. Oh, my God. Ebony Bridges, you are a character. Yeah. My sis, you are hilarious. God, you guys have got to watch. The clips we're going to be dropping all week. I mean, just go back and just... We crack up just watching the clips over and over. So ignorant. <laughs> so ignorant. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Uh, I just... I couldn't stop laughing. It <laughs> laughing was so now. good. The one we're going to drop at 12 p.m. Boingy, 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 boingy. 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 Boing. Just remember we said that. <laughs> yep. All right, Jay. Well, we're, we're going to wrap this one up. We are back in the studio at our favorite Sticky, Sticky Pods. Oh, we love you guys. We miss yeah. you all. And we're so glad to be part of the family again. And um, shout out to our sponsor. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Adam from Holborn Adams in the UK and in Dubai. Yes. For all of your law, criminal, and boxing needs. Hit, him, hit them up. Hit them up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, we'll put all the info in our lower thirds. But again, thank you for our beautiful computers, mm -hmm. our proud and major sponsors. All right, Jay, this is the first one back in the can here at Sticky Pods. We are back. Back um, at it. Yes. And uh, yeah, we're so excited. Another one in the can of Best Women's Boxing Show, period. I am Cynthia Conte. And I'm Giandra LaBeouf. See you guys at the fights. Bye, guys. <laughs>